You are listening to episode 200 of the Game of Flavors podcast. My name's John, and I'm joined by Ryan. Hey, everybody. This week, we're celebrating 200 episodes with a collection to last you the rest of your life. All this for under $500 in this Desert Island special. Dude, I love it. So I am shocked, but not surprised that we have hit 200 episodes. And to help us celebrate 200 episodes, we have two of our long-term uh, or long-time podcasting friends. We got Church, the Game Grinder, and we've got Jason, Corpse Law Gaming. On yeah, yay. What's up? Hey. Not much, man. Congratulations. Thanks. Yeah, Thanks. Big congrats. Yeah, thanks for joining us. We always love to have uh, some guests on our special episodes, and who better to join us with uh, building an awesome collection to last you the rest of your life than you guys? So thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's good to be it's good to be doing one again after. Uh, it seems like we average about two episodes of the game tenants a year now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so this is a special game tenants uh, reunion episode. Yeah, oh, no, we re- we reunite pretty regularly, but yeah. <laughs> It's not a podcast. Gotcha. Church, if you want to kick it off with like some of the game grinder stuff, if you're, you know, sure, doing yeah. anything today or, or not. Yeah. So as I said, I'm church of the game grinder. Uh, I do YouTube and with Jason, we also have the game tennis podcast, but we haven't really been recording that a whole lot as of late, but you know, it'll probably happen again sometime. Uh, my YouTube, I do a lot of, well, Kind of like the podcast, not as much video as lately, but I still do uh, everybody's favorite uh, format of YouTube gaming videos, which is the unboxing video. Uh, <laughs> but in the past, I used to do pickup videos, and uh, I got some pretty decent reviews uh, here and there. And then uh, I'm also an occasional host of the Cartridge Club podcast, which is a game of the month uh, community. And I really encourage anybody who's interested in a, a game of the month club to check out the cartridge club because it is one of the most welcoming and friendliest uh, gaming communities online. And Seconded. it's a lot of fun. Seconded that. That, that is all true. <laughs> Put the blue check mark next to that. It is verified. <laughs> Especially the comment about everyone's favorite format being the unboxing. Keep them yeah. going. <laughs> I'm riveted every time, so I don't I don't like the sarcasm there. <laughs> All right, so what have you guys been up to since the last time we've been on? It's been quite a while since we had a, a good visit. Is John talking? I think he's muted. I am muted, which is fine, because I was actually... Uh talk i was like why is jason talking over me right now like this is crazy Uh, (laughs) like does he realize i'm trying to talk uh no i was gonna say jason if you want to give us a quick update on what you're doing okay i was just like taking taking the reins and talking like i am now i am now the host yeah just coming to the guest host uh well i'm not up to as much youtube uh still have the passion for it just not the time as uh life seems to always get in the way here but uh i uh have my own podcast on 
my channel, Corpse Flood Gaming, where I do the Super Enabler Bros podcast with Chris, the old ass retro gamer. And uh, we often have guests on and Church is one of our most recent guests. So we have been getting them podcasts and making them come out of the shadows once in a while. So that's good. Um, that's basically mostly what I've been doing with uh, my YouTube channel. I, I've got 18 months worth of video games monthly boxes. I'm going to do a live stream and open all them shits up and see what kind of goodies I get, what kind of doubles I get, because I forgot that I remained subscribed to it when I was cut <laughs> off from the border during COVID. And I was pleasantly surprised with a year and a half of uh, boxes. So here's hoping not too many doubles, not too many things I already have. Uh, they, were, they were pretty good for it when you update your list, but when you don't even know you're getting them. And uh, my wife didn't tell me she was still paying for them with her credit card. Uh, yeah, we'll see what we get. So hopefully yeah. uh, sooner rather than later, I'll be doing those. That's going to be one to watch. I'm actually pretty excited about that. Yeah, so a year and a half at once, and I'm doing this. Oh, I missed a month. Here's two months in a row. It's a, it's gonna be a big one. I just gotta <laughs> get a, just gotta get a Raya ready to go because it's tradition that we do those together. And uh, my oldest son seems to be pretty jazzed to do that too. And quite frankly, I'm tired of uh, moving the stack of boxes around. So I'd like to get them open and on the shelf, so I don't need to worry about that. And sell the doubles if there happens to be any. Well, in today's gaming market, <clears throat> you've had 18 months of video games that were maybe $2 back, you know, then and now they're like $200 just because of how everything's gone. <laughs> it's appreciating in value. Maybe one month all I got was uh, Wii Sports. Yeah, but now that Wii Sports is $50, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> so who knows? That's one of the stupid ones, by the way. If you look at Wii Sports pricing right now, it's like absurd. When it was well, like, I, 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 I mean, a lot of stuff is going for a stupid price. Well, Wii Sports especially, there was like... That was one of the ones where collectors were like trying to corner the market by buying up all the copies when they were super cheap and yeah. it just jumped up the prices. So what it you're saying like, is I need to buy Link's crossbow training or whatever. Yeah. Like every just, copy you see. Every copy and flood the market. Yeah. Well, someone was doing a, that with uh, Jurassic Park on the Super Nintendo and I don't think it spiked very much when they had the 500 copies or whatever they did of it. Like as a unified front, we could buy all the Link's crossbow training. Yeah, I think the the catch with the Wii Sports is that's an actual like desirable game. Yeah, the the funniest thing though, it came with like literally every Wii, and yeah. as far as I know, maybe there was like one or two bundles that didn't come with it because most people assume that Tetris came with every single Game Boy, and I had a Game Boy when they were new, and I'd never owned Tetris for it until I started collecting, which is really weird, you know. Yeah. But that's like if Mario Duck Hunt was a hundred dollar game. Uh go across the board and you're like that came with every nes what are you doing <laughs> yeah well i mean we sports you have to account for the amount of broken games and then all of ones jammed in old Wii consoles that got thrown in the trash yeah there's <laughs> two versions too there's one earlier version that like you can speed run faster or something because it doesn't have a specific like trigger action in one of the baseball cutscenes or something stupid Hmm. Oh, Why okay. would you want to speed run Wii Sports? Dude, it's it's a crazy <laughs> video. Summoning Salt has a great video on the Wii okay. Sports speed run scene, and it's awesome. awesome. Check that out. I like his videos. <laughs> I, I still like that there was like a 90-year-old man that had a world record for the most like perfect games or something oh, that's like right. that on, on yeah, Wii bowling. Yeah, bowling. Yeah, I remember that. I remember seeing that in the book when, uh, when I was going for my record. I was like, sweet. Something to fall back on. I'll just 
crush this old guy's record. <laughs> <laughs> I still have a routinely crush. I still routinely crush the kids at at work at at that game. So I'm in practice. I went from not playing it for several years to being like, "You ever played this? Oh, let me see." It's like five strikes <laughs> in a row. Yeah, <laughs> dabble. <laughs> Uh, he's going to be the old man at like a futuristic arcade down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Just like pool shark and people's money the whole time. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm going to be uh, uncle Phil from fresh Prince when he played the played pool that one time. Break out uh-huh. steel. I'll do my own controller. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like a pink Wiimote or something. Yeah. yeah break out Lucille. Jeez. Well, Brian, if you want to paint the picture for us on this uh, special t- episode 200 and what we're doing here. So, we all get transported to a desert island. There is a game store there with like a decently, you know, friendly shop owner, a guy you could play a game with. Uh, and you've got $500. You've got a TV. You've got electricity. Those are accounted for. You've got to buy a consoles. You've got to buy games. You've got to entertain yourself for the rest of your days. If you want to go multiplayer, you're allowed to play with the shopkeeper. Uh, I will say that once you pick up these 500 games, there's no trading. All games disappear except for Joe Montana Sports Talk. That is the only thing that remains on the shelf. So you are given that as a gimme. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, Ryan, if you want to kick us off, talk a little bit about what you're going to be playing for the rest of your days on this deserted island. All right. So uh, I think we all were talking earlier and we all had kind of a difficult time putting together a list. I, I had to start with just one console and fill out as much ideal stuff as I could pick out there, try to get, you know, some of my favorite titles in there if I could, and then really evaluate if it was even worth trying to get a second console because that console price is going to dip into however many games you could fill out. And I did a lot more modern than I really thought I would have wound up going, but I think it wound up paying off in the end. So Uh, The first console I landed on was the Switch. Because, you know, on a deserted island, do you really want to be sitting in front of the TV all day when you could go lay back in your banana hammock and just hang under the trees and and have a coconut on the side? You know, that's where you're you're hanging out, having a good time in the tropics. So I also went with the uh, Nintendo Switch Animal Crossing edition because surprisingly on price charting, and I even saw on eBay, it's pretty cheap. So... Hmm. Cheaper than got the regular console feel. That's what it said. I was shocked, but you know, whatever. I, I, that's what I went with. Yeah. Uh, now, so did you, go, did you go complete in box or loose on your Switch games? Loose. Okay. I went loose for everything. You know, it's a deserted island. I'm the only person there. I'll make sure those games don't get scratched. Loose, Ryan. <laughs> um. So favorite game of all time. Resident Evil 4. I needed a way to play Resident Evil 4. They got the Resident Evil Triple Pack, which has 4, 5, and 6. You know, I've never played 6. Maybe eventually, you know, with the rest of my life ahead of me, I'll get around to it and and find out the deeper meaning behind why they did what they did and and why it matters, really, in the end. Now, quick question, though. Is Resident Evil that collection? Do you get screwed over because there's no internet on the island, right? So is that one of those carts where it's all on there? Or did you buy it thinking, oh, I could totally play all these games, but they're download only? I tried to look that up on most of them. I don't know if I looked it up on this one. 
We'll just say for all intents and purposes, it is on the cart for you, I guess. So Uh, it does not have the big download image on the front of the box. Oh, wait, no, it does say it does say there's a download. At least you're on a desert island so you can scream into the void for your uh, four is the game that's on the cart. That's the one I really wanted anyways. So if I got to take the L on five and six, I guess I will. But four is what I really wanted. The shopkeeper. Uh, tricks you into buying Resident Evil 4 and doesn't tell you about the download versions. <laughs> uh, then I got Super Smash Bros. Ultimate because what better way to stay busy forever? Um, I also got Super Mario 3D All-Stars. Um, you know, it was only a limited time release, but thank God the shopkeeper has it there at a reasonable price. You probably have 60 copies because it wasn't that limited. <laughs> <laughs> Um, followed by Breath of the Wild. Um, you know, it's the ultimate Switch game, I think. And there's so much imagination and room in that game that I feel like revisiting that, doing it in different orders, you know, going straight for the boss and like a hard mode challenge. Like there's a lot of replayability to that game. Uh, next up, I went with Mega Man Legacy Collection one and two. I've not really ever been a fan of the Mega Man games, but they're hard as balls, and what better way to spend all the rest of my days than sharpening my skills at Mega Man? Good point. Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Awesome trio of games. Uh, great to have. And Actually, I, I played Crash Bandicoot, the new the trilogy, I guess, uh, the remake, uh, I guess it was a couple of years ago. And I didn't remember like how hard that game was until I yeah. started playing it again. Like it's not, it's decently hard. It's not like impossible, but I'm just like, there were certain levels. That it took me forever to kind of progress. I'm like, how the hell did I do this as a kid with like no issue? Yeah. I never beat some... crash one as a kid, but I did beat it in the insane trilogy. Apparently one of the games or maybe it just across the board, the uh, physics are a bit different in them. So like some people who are hardcore on them found them like, Oh, the timing's off. I can't do this now. Like yeah. I was just playing this a week ago on PS One, but for some reason now I can't do it. Like it I remember could be part of it. It might have uh, might have got updated or something, but I remember some people complaining about that, and I can't really speak on it myself. But that could be it. So Makes maybe sense. it's not your fault. Maybe it's the developer's fault. All right, <laughs> that sounds good to me. I'll I'll take that as a W. You can yell at the input lag into the void as well. I guess. Yeah, let's <laughs> exactly. Do that. And then uh, lastly for the Switch, Super Mario Maker 2. Literally infinite game. So That's a a solid choice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about that, just to continually create and make your own levels and then on top of that, play those levels and get frustrated every time. I think that's good. So that rounds out my Switch list. That's actually all for 360 bucks. I mean, if you get that good deal on the Switch console. So that's not bad. Um. Next up, you know, I wasn't sure really where I wanted to go. I knew I wanted to get some Sony stuff in there, and I wound up falling on the PlayStation 3. It just kind of had a good collection of things that I really enjoyed and stuff that would give me a lot of variety. Uh, Some of them I chose for weird reasons. So for the console itself, it said a PlayStation 3 Super Slim System 12 gig. Goes for about $69.95. So for the first game, I got Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch. I think it's like a pretty decent game. 
Uh, I played all the way through it, just never beat the final boss because I'm dumb sometimes. That's the story of Ryan, by the way. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna beat 99 of a game, and then I'm yeah. just not gonna beat the boss. 99 complete is pretty much complete, so that's good enough for <laughs> but me. But there's no end sequence, no end video <laughs> for him. But like I I love Studio Ghibli and I love anime and rather than like getting like a bunch of anime titles on this list like this is a great game with some cinematic qualities to really remind me of home and the things that I miss while I'm stuck on the island. And there's and, a lot to do in that game as far as like creature development. Exactly. And, yeah, there's a lot of variety in which creatures you can raise, how you can level them up. I'm sure there's lots to kind of revisit and delve through. Um next up South Park Stick of Truth gotta have some laughs gotta have some comedy if i'm gonna be stuck on an island for the rest of my life might as well have one really good long episode of south park to watch as many times as i feel like um fallout new vegas that's a great one that's that's when you could certainly do a whole bunch of playthroughs in different ways um dark souls i've never played the original dark souls but Shame. Between that and Dark Souls 2, I figure I'll go with Dark Souls Original. Good choice. Um, Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim and Bioshock Infinite Bundle for 905. I mean, I would have preferred, I was looking at the Bioshock bundle on Switch, but it was like 20 bucks. And this bundle for the loose disc is just 905. So more game, you, less money. What are you keeping those discs in? Yeah, uh, right. like, I, like, I, like I you gotta you, you gotta you gotta leaves. I'm gonna make big leaves. I'm gonna figure out a way to do it. Large Maybe I'll have them case. all arranged in like a special wall with like little sticks that I could also stand in front of and suntan with and catch rays. Oh, see now you're gonna get sun bleach all over those discs. Can't protect them that way. Well, you got a game store, so he's gonna sell you the games in a bag. Just keep them there. All we bag. go. There keep we go. The bag? Okay. Well, you know, I mean, can I get a spool? In... Can I get a spool to keep all these discs on, please? Is he being environmentally friendly, though? I mean, is they... it a paper bag? Is it plastic? I mean, think about the sea turtles. <laughs> I've got a buck fifty left or buck uh, forty-one left over. I'll just see what I can manage to buy with that. Maybe I can get one just little jewel, sleeves, one jewel case with all of them jam-packed <laughs> in the one jewel case. Yeah. I'll just rotate them through the jewel case. There you go. That could work. <laughs> Um, maybe maybe they'll give you those uh, little paper envelopes that uh, GameStop keeps their games in. Yeah, yeah it's, most shops have that. They should have that. Yeah, so you're not just stealing the games right off the shelf. Yeah, roll for roll for stealth fry and see if you can steal paper envelopes. <laughs> uh, uh, nice. Let's see. Next up, GTA Five. The whole reason I bought a PS3 again. Uh, GTA Five, another huge game, big story. I mean, GTA Online wouldn't exist, but, you know, I'm sure there's still ways to run around in the main game and keep yourself occupied for infinite time. Yeah, GTA Offline is just as fun. Right. Uh, God of War Collection, my favorite game series. Uh, love that. Gotta have that. Borderlands Triple Pack, you know, just to get some first-person shooters in there. Those are big games, you know. Not infinite gameplay, but infinite guns. So it adds some kind of variety to every playthrough, I suppose, in some way. And having three of those games or however many, I guess, aren't did they they didn't do did they do download stuff on PS3? Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I don't know how many of the those first games one are actually like in five there. add-ons. But if you did buy the collection, 
It should come with a disc that installs it, I believe. Uh, yeah, it does. Sweet. It does. Yeah, they didn't do what you're referring to is like with a switch, right? Yeah, Where you would have to download the physically. download. No, no, yeah. no, they all they all came on the disc. Okay, yeah. that's what I figured. And then uh, Final Fantasy X, ten ten two HD remaster. I love Final Fantasy ten. If there was one RPG I had to get stuck with, that'd probably be one of the ones I would choose. And then ten two, I don't know. I, I I never had a lot of love for that game, but it's it's got a lot to look at, I guess. <laughs> Pun intended. Yeah, those Game of the Year editions were real awesome last gen because, like, I think uh, or two gens ago, I guess, because I think the newer ones would just give you a code to download the stuff, which is pretty crap. But like, three sixty PS three were pretty pretty good for giving you another disc that had all the DLC on it, or sometimes already on it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know uh, so the New Vegas that... one did that. Mm-hmm. All that PS3 goodness comes out to 138.33, which I'm actually super surprised that you can get all that stuff for that much. I mean, it's all loose, so if you're actually, you know, collecting, your prices may vary. Um, but, but if you just want to play, that's solid. Yeah, all in all, total, I've got... 22 titles for switch if you're not counting the or if you are counting the downloadable games 17 for the ps3 total budget 498.59 with a total of 39 games not bad. i think i nice. would i think i would last pretty pretty well off that bundle for the rest of my life yeah that's pretty solid i like that well church what did you have yeah so this was a tough one trying to choose what platform i wanted to go with um the idea of like a playstation 2 was kind of good because i think you could do ps1 ps2 retro stuff like super nintendo i kind of kiboshed on that because you know few games would take up the whole list you know chrono trigger itself is like what like 150 dollars now or something so (laughs) i kind of went kind of basic with my list um i went with playstation 4 and I just, just went with the PlayStation 4. And my logic was, you know, I'm just going for, like, the cream of the crop. Some of the best games ever made. Um, I got like a few. Man. Come on, man. What's that? It's a cream of the crop and not say it like Macho Man. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you need to restate that, please. Cream yeah. of the crop always <laughs> rises to the top. There you go. There you go. Um, so, yeah. So this is a lot of kind of, like, uh, basically a lot of my favorite releases for the PlayStation 4, and fortunately a lot of them are very affordable. Um, so, like I said, kind of basic, but I think a lot of these, a lot of people would be like, good games, good games. So, first up, I got uh, so the PlayStation 4, the the 500 gig uh, slim model was only 163.50. So, I'm going slim on this one. And then first game I got is God of War, or uh, remake you know 2018 god of war if that's the whole uh, list you already want yeah, right? you know <laughs> just replay that over and over um then i have horizon zero dawn you know uh, i don't have a, a lot of open world games i got a few open world games on here but you know if you're gonna get some replay value you know you spreading know out that time the dlc content for that game horizon zero dawn is fantastic yeah it's it's probably some of my favorite dlc ever made and the best and weapon. Unfortunately, in the series, I didn't ever get around to the DLC because I played the game at launch, and a lot of times when 
DLC comes out like a significantly, yeah, uh, a the significant time later, um, I find it kind of harder to get back in, yeah. uh, especially with DLC on like something like Horizon where. Mm-hmm. You go back in, they're not going to give you any of that like tutorial again. No. So yeah. remembering how to play all this game when you're going into like more of an advanced state makes it kind of tough. I've made sure on certain games like that. So I picked up the game of the year edition specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, for one, I didn't have a PS4 early on in the cycle. It probably is a couple of years into the cycle that I got a PS4. So I was lucky in that respect. And yeah. then it, it wasn't like, a, oh, I have to play Horizon because I really want to play this game and I'm so excited. It was okay, cool. Like game of the year edition. I've heard great things. Let me go ahead and buy it. And it turned out to be like one of my favorite games of all time on the console. Yeah. 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 Uh, next up I picked uh, Spider-Man cause I mean, if you got a PlayStation four, you got to have Spider-Man. Does he see right? me looking at you? That's why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably uh, possibly arguably my favorite game on the PlayStation four last of us. Um, well, this is Last of Us Remaster, I should clarify. Um, and then along with that, even though, you know, I, I wish I could have done PlayStation 5 for this list because, you, you know, the the backwards compatibility with PS4 and could have got a couple of the PS5 games, but I digress. So this one might suffer a little bit on the PlayStation 4, but The Last of Us Part 2 without having the Pro because I mean, if you have Last of Us, you gotta have Last of Us Part Two. Yeah. As uh, you know, I know some people aren't as hot on that, but I love it myself. And there's some pretty hot scenes in that, though. Yes. Hey, you know, <laughs> 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 might need a little something on Desert Island. <laughs> you gotta have something, right? Yeah. We'll got Witcher Three in there, then. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, I actually didn't remember if this was released on playstation 4 but apparently it was and something that uh you are currently playing i believe and i got elden ring yeah because gotta have some from software and with that i also got bloodborne and dark souls remaster so (laughs) lots of from software love on this desert island and you know those are games that you can replay you can do different builds like you can get so much replay value out of those did you see the recent article in elden ring where a guy has hit the maximum amount of time that you can play in the game that is bonkers it's, it's like 999 hours 99 minutes and 99 seconds and it does not go beyond that so he just can't play anymore you just can't no no you can keep playing the timer keep, just doesn't the timer is just done like it just oh. won't keep going although it just like shuts it down it's like fucking go outside dude <laughs> That's all it says. It's like, you need to go outside and red lettering. I mean, they must have not considered that people are going to be playing this on PC and PC players will, you know, they'll play those games and ad nauseum, yeah. especially with mods and all that. Good thing Steam has its its counter for those people. But on a desert island, unfortunately, we don't have that benefit. Right. Yeah. Although I, I didn't really put any uh, multiplayer considerations into my list. So if I have the, uh, the, the shop owner playing with me, you know, get a little co-op going in Elder Ring. That's there true. And Otherwise you know, you're, but there's no internet though. Oh yeah. That's yeah. yeah. So you're, you're a right, little screwed you in that local. Oh, well, no, gotta yeah. get good then. Just gotta get good. Gotta Just get gotta good. get good. <laughs> <laughs> I, in Elden Ring right now, I'm at like, I think 50 hours in right now. And okay. I'm, 
only level 95 and some of the bosses are like yeah you should probably be like level 120 to get to that point like yeah i'm easily me putting in 120 150 hours in this game and you're uh last so i remember a couple episodes ago you'd mentioned that you were not having luck summoning people so i am now actually okay yeah i've been getting super lucky so for a while there i was having to just go solo on so many bosses i'd use the uh whatever that thing is mm. and obviously you know we're kind of pre-recording this one so i might be done with the game by then but uh yeah like i was doing the uh the summoning thing uh at the summoning pools and like nobody's symbols were coming up at any point so i don't know if i was too high of a level or i was too low of a level at the time whatever it was i was just soloing bosses for quite yeah. some time there and i still haven't found a decent set of armor that i like so i'm actually using armor that i've been using since like level 10 yeah i didn't uh i don't think i had any like cool armor until like way late in the game like all the art the armor that i thought looked cool and had good protection was like late game stuff well and on top of that my endurance is not like the highest stat for me because uh, i've yeah. built into a lot of strength a lot of decks faith yeah. and like arcane specifically or not arcane intelligence for like specific weapons so now i'm getting to a point where i'm like well shit now i need endurance to be able to you know hold up certain yes. pieces of armor and so now i'm getting you know coming across decent armor but I'm too low endurance and I'm having to pump everything into endurance. I'm actually heavily considering uh, going to, uh, I forget her name. I think it's Melania or Melania or whatever her name is. And um, using one of his like embryos. Oh, like, Renala. Yeah, yeah, Renala. Renala. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think it's like Renala with an M at his last name. I don't remember, but going yeah. to her and like redoing my stats. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't yeah, think it was Donald Trump's wife. Yeah. It was someone else. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> you get you get a ton of those. Yeah, you so can respect, you can respect it as many times as you want. Yeah, I might have to because like it's it's cool. Like what I'm doing is no no issues. Like I'm fine, mm -hmm. but I'm coming into situations where I'm like, man, I really kind of wish I'd be able to do like X. Yeah, know, and I can't yeah. now. Um, but it's all good. Like, you know, I didn't have that option to me in other Souls games in the past. So like, why do it now? And one of my favorite Souls games, as you've probably heard in some of the episodes, is Sekiro. Uh, mm. So that's my all-time favorite out of all of them. And that's by far the hardest one. So yeah. Elden Ring being the easiest one, I think over time I can just kind of build up and defeat bosses with no totally. problem. Totally. Yeah, uh, yeah and un unfortunately with Elden Ring being a newer game, it's a bit more expensive. I got a few games that, you know, it's like, ah, the price, but, you know, can't, can't pass up on quality sometimes. So yeah, so Elden Ring, Bloodborne, Dark Souls Remaster. Um, unfortunately at this time being trapped on a desert Island, we get this incomplete series, but you know, we can enjoy the first part of this over and over. And I put final fantasy seven remake because I just love that game. I wish there was a, they had like a physical collection that included like OG final fantasy seven. Yeah. That would be really nice. Cause I could definitely replay that game over and over remake. We'll see, but I had to put it on there. And then my most expensive game on this list I needed because I wanted both of these games and you can't have the second one without the first one. So I put Gravity Rush Remastered mm -hmm. and Gravity Rush 2. And those mm -hmm. games for me are just pure joy. Like they're fun. They're charming. Uh, great story. Great music. You know, good times. Good times. I, I actually bought Gravity Rush uh, Remastered because you had mentioned it on it is, your Things. Not on one, on several. I will hype. <laughs> I will promote and hype that game as much as I can because I, I think there's so many people that just you gotta give it. You, it 
it's a great game. The the gravity mechanics are a lot of fun and it just kind of does its own thing. Great game. Hopefully we can get like a collection or some sort of uh follow up at some point, but who knows with uh uh team Japan being dissolved. Yeah. They closed down that studio and pushed them all over into Asobi, a team Asobi, I think it was, who do the um Astrobot games, which are great games. Not gonna lie, but man, what a great studio that was. Yeah. Well, hopefully we see something down the road. I mean, you never know, man, with a lot of these yeah. titles that are I, I wouldn't say like popular, but more cult classic mm-hmm. style titles. You often do see those get like, you know, remasters. Yeah, and, and Gravity Rush was one of those because it was uh, a PS uh Vita game. PS Vita, yeah. Yeah. And then surprisingly they did the remaster. Mm-hmm. And then number two shortly after. Yep. Uh, nice. then I got hollow Knight. I needed some indie love on this list. There's not a, a lot of indie games here, unfortunately, but hollow Knight was a must because that's just a beefy game. Lots of content. Again, you can kind of do some different things. You can explore it in different ways and try some different builds. So do some yeah, sequence breaking. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, then one of the I don't have a lot of collections on my list, but I of all the collections I had to have, I had to have Mass Effect Legendary Edition. That's a good one. And, you know, that's a, a good chunk of time just to play through. And then, you know, you can turn around and play Renegade and because I'm a Paragon guy myself, but, you know, you get a, get a get a good little Renegade run through there. And then with Mass Effect, so I, once I created my list, I had like $6.80 or something like that left. And I was looking looking at what games on the PlayStation 4 loose. All my games are loose. Uh, but I was looking at what games were loose that were under 6 or $7. And Mass Effect Andromeda was $6. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? We'll just we'll just slap that in there. I, I collection. <laughs> I I like Andromeda. I know a lot of people aren't so hot on it, but you know it's you know get get a little bit of uh, a time out of that game and kind of round out the series is the way I saw it. What's it now? Will the game good? store owner let you patch the game? <laughs> this is pre-patch, so there's going to be a little <laughs> bit of jank there, but. Um, so how are you storing also in a plastic bag? Yeah, I'll just keep them in the plastic bag. I'll just be careful. Maybe put them on a branch. So you keep the sand out and you know, there's gotta be some like leaves, some cover, something we're going to cross our fingers every day. An old (laughs) car, like folder for holding CDs washes (laughs) up on the shore from garbage (laughs) Island or something. Yeah. Maybe he has a binder in the back from the last time somebody traded in like all their games because, a lot of people, non-collectors, people just, oh, I got some video games. They just throw away the cases and throw them in the binders, you know? Now, remember, you also have that copy of Joe Mantena's Sports Talk that's sitting there on Sega that you can't play, too. Yes. Yeah. I can. You can use that as. Somehow turn it know. into a game holder. Yeah. yeah. Maybe for... take it apart and turn it into wind chimes. <laughs> Something. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, next up. I have uh, Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. It's a really great game. Tons and tons of replay value out of that. Um, so many ways you can approach the missions, and it's, it's just a great game. So threw it on there. Um, Near uh, Automata, 
Mm-hmm. Talking PlayStation Four, I gotta have I gotta have Near Automata on there. Just great, great game. And that's a Looking big forward. long one too. That's got yeah. like multiple playthroughs, even to figure out what's going on in the story. Yes. Um, then I have Red Dead Redemption Two, another beefy game. Uh, figured if I was gonna put something Rockstar on there, I was like GTA Five would have been great one too, but just couldn't fit it in my budget. Like I would have kind of pushed out Andromeda if I could have put in GTA Five, but prices just weren't matching up, and I was pretty happy with the rest of my list as was. So, so we got Red Dead Redemption Two. And then I needed some Resident Evil. Uh, I was thinking about the Origin Collection, but again, pricing just wasn't just wasn't working out for me. So I st- uh, I got Resident Evil Two Remake. And you know, you got the do- different campaigns. You got the 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 time trial stuff with like Punk and Tofu, and that you can kind of play quite a bit. Um, one of the other collections I have is Uncharted Nathan Drake collection because yeah, we're talking PlayStation. You gotta you gotta throw throw that in, and for the price, you know, uh, it's just under fourteen dollars, or I know it's just under ten dollars. Um, that's got a lot of great stuff on. That's there. sick, dude, to be under ten dollars for that title. Yes, and then um, the other collection uh, under fourteen dollars, one of my favorite game series of all time. Uh, the Walking Dead Telltale Definitive Series. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, here's a game that you could you could have some different outcomes. Uh, those outcomes are really going to be whether or not who survives or not. But um, just if you want a really like powerful story experience, you know that one will keep you invested for a good amount of time. And then talking about a good amount of time, as Jason had mentioned earlier. And keeping you entertained in various ways is the Last of Us Two. That was good. Last of Us Two scene. <laughs> Witcher Three will get you get you all those scenes. Surprisingly cheap game too, under seven dollars for Witcher Three. Unfortunately, I don't believe the uh, physical version includes the DLCs. Uh, no, if you if you get it, it has to be like I think download on there for the yeah. Game of the Year version. So unfortunately, no blood into wine or. Um, hearts of stone, but still, that that's a that's a beefy game. Yeah. So that 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 is my list, and my final price was four ninety nine seventeen. Damn. Man, so right there. Assuming assuming we're in international waters and it's tax exempt. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're good. <laughs> yeah, that's, we we are assuming. You that's could, a solid you work list. off I the mean, tax if need be. Yeah, that's true. You got the yeah. shop owner right. He needs you to to dust off empty shelves. Yeah, I would I would have liked to have more indie stuff because indie stuff is like really the story story stuff or like some really cool gameplay elements, but lack of internet. Unfortunately, a lot of indie games are download. Um and uh, sadly the uh Shovel Knight Treasure Trove isn't a physical version on PlayStation 4. Mm. So uh, I would have loved to have that on there cuz that's, you know, four really great games, but yeah. I digress. Nice. Well, that that's was a solid, solid list for like modern console. You were able to get like a ton of games on there too. And like a really respectable library, like going out and dropping $500 on a PS five or $500 on a PS four and all those games. Like there's a huge difference. Yeah. 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 And like, and I mean, it honestly kind of speaks to the fact that last gen with PS four is just such a great, you know, such a great list of games that you can kind of pull from. I mean, 
that's a good amount of stuff. Like if you're buying that for like a family member or something as, you know, as a parent, like that's solid. Or you found that as a pickup. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And all that, all that for less than the price of PlayStation Mm five. Yeah. That's insane. That's good stuff. All right, Jason, you're up. We got to, we got to hear about your games. Wow. us. So not really. Wow. I picked something that, uh, I was thinking Desert Island, so I was thinking modern consoles. There's going to be updates, day one patches. It's going to leave a lot of stuff uh, unplayable, honestly, because they kind of put the green light it and then they update it. So uh, I did. I, free, I wasn't even going to ask if that was a thing we were factoring in, but uh, uh, I basically just went with the first thought I had. Um, I had some afterthoughts as I shared before we started recording, but I only had about an hour to work on this. So I figured, eh, I'm going to go since we could have multiplayer. I went with the N64 cause I knew no one else would go for that. So, um, I, I did okay. Um, but yeah, goddamn some of these uh, games that jumped up in price, <laughs> even the ones that I was like, yeah, no one cared about those games. They're still going to be cheap. Yeah. Even some of those people must have, uh, caught, caught on to. So, uh, the console itself, forty three sixty one, not bad. And then you know I gotta have the staples. Got Mario, got Zelda, Ocarina of Time, got Goldeneye, because that's infinitely replayable. As uh, when people say it doesn't hold up, you just They're didn't wrong. play it enough back in the day. It holds up. <laughs> just gotta recripple your hands in the N sixty four position there. Uh, we could add your list of brawler 64 controllers. So you don't have to cripple your hands. Yeah. No way. You got to spend the rest of your life arguing over who plays odd job. Yeah. No right. odd job. <laughs> and then we got a uh, Mario Kart 64 perfect dark, which is actually the game I prefer. Cause even if I'm not playing with the shopkeeper, if I pissed him off playing Goldeneye, I can play perfect dark <laughs> multiplayer by myself with bots. Yeah. Endlessly. And uh, honestly I did a shit ton of that. Cause uh, I didn't always want three friends over, to be honest. So I could play that. I could make them as easy or hard or a mixed bag to play against. So I, I thought that was a good one. That's actually a, a game that was cheaper than I was expecting. Uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'm not going to tell the price of every game, but uh, I'll, I'll mention the ones that I think are like kind of stupidly priced now. Then I got Star Fox 64, Banjo-Kazooie, WWF No Mercy uh, for the longest time, like a $6, $8 game. People got uh, caught wind that it's like the best wrestling game of all time. So now it's uh, $32 almost. What? What in the hell? It's it's more than Mario. It's, uh, It's more than Goldeneye. It's more than Perfect Dark. It's more than Star Fox. It's more than Banjo Kazooie. Wow! It's going. It's uh, it's growing. So that was the biggest surprise out of all these to me. I was like, oh yeah, it'll be like eight dollars, ten dollars with a, with how crazy prices are going right now. But I'm like, yeah, yeah thirty-two dollars almost. Goddamn! One of the most expensive games on here. And that's the game prices kind of dropped too from their peak earlier this year. And that's uh, actually the it's the second most expensive game on my list. Hmm. Uh, which I thought was going to be like one of the, oh, I got a couple bucks left, you know, get it. But it's absolutely integral to my list. I could play this game forever. 
And uh, so it had to be on the list. I uh, got Turok 2, Star Wars Shadows of the Empire, Jet Force Gemini, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, Gauntlet yes. Legends, the only game that was more than WWF No Mercy. What the hell's that game going for? Thirty six ninety three. That's um, just dumb. If you notice something missing from my list, it, there's a reason because it went stupid priced. Like, oh, that's Mar- a, Mario Kart. That's a fifth. Oh, Mario Kart is on here, and it's thirty. It's thirty four. Oh, it's thirty four. Okay, sorry. That's uh, one of the only other games that's uh, more than WWF No Mercy, but has to be on there. Uh, then we got 1080 snowboarding because why not? Whatever. I'm thinking. I'm thinking mostly multiplayer with my list. That's why I kind of chose the N64. We got WCW NWO Revenge. There we go. There's the around the price point. I was thinking No Mercy would be at, but mm. it's a. Uh, I've got Mortal Kombat Trilogy. WWF WrestleMania 2000. Bit more than I was expecting, but uh, more affordable than the other one. We've got Vigilante 8, Rush 2, and Diddy Kong Racing. And my grand total comes to 498 even. So Nice. Nice. 21 games. For 64. Yeah. 21, 21 games. Uh, some, uh, I had to, as you guys know, I was t- tallying it up right before we started recording because I thought I'd done that. But uh, So I had to get rid of a few. That are sorely missing, uh, like you know, Duke Nukem, stuff like that. Uh, Doom 64 was 35, and I, it was like a last minute. I got to mix something big or a bunch of little ones, so I got mm-hmm. rid of that. Paper Mario never made it onto the list because it's oh. like $73 or some shit, and I was like, no. So it's crazy. That, that was a, that's one of my favorite N64 games, so that one hurt a lot. Yeah, uh, there's, a, there's a few that I like, but... Uh, not enough to add them to the list for the price they're going for. The price well, I crazy would is we're... actually get them for off the island. You, you betcha, but yeah. But we're doing like you know price charting prices, obviously, right? So yeah. I, I kind of question like if they're even supposed to be higher because are they factoring in some of the you know knockoff carts that have come out in recent years? Like, <laughs> RVs will higher now. Obviously, it doesn't matter for our purposes because we're just going based off price charting. So it's factored and it's factored at five hundred. But I mean, his um, delivery costs got to be through the roof. So I'm sure. Oh yeah, for sure. He's, he's doing. He's giving me bro prices on all these still. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just giving me price charting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me dive like, into mine. The 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 boat can drop by like any game that comes out, but apparently can't like pick me up, you know? Yeah, so. you're not allowed to. No, that's what I said. It's, it's airdropped. There, yeah. There's not enough space to have uh, a boat or anything. They airdrop it. Yeah, crates Sweet. come from the sky. Sweet. That's the only way it happens. All right, so I went kind of dumb on what I was doing. So I chose both GameCube and Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. On my, yeah. So okay, I was starting to feel better. Big spender. So you got yeah. six games. This will be great. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I also went loose on all of my stuff. Uh, but I will tell you up front my cost. Uh, Ryan, do you have my cost totaled or do I need Yeah, to so you like? totaled out at 489.72. Enough space there to be able to buy cases, like to be able to hold my games. <laughs> so I thought ahead on that one. All right. So we'll kick it off with GameCube. Uh, loose console right now is sitting at 66.56 for a black GameCube. I also, for multiplayer purposes, threw in a black controller sitting at 3034, which 
that in itself is ridiculous. Like GameCube controllers sitting at 30 bucks. So got that. Uh, also a 16 megabyte, 251 block memory card is sitting at 1583. I don't know if Ryan, you factored in a memory card on your PlayStation 2. PlayStation uh, 3. Or PlayStation 3. Okay, so you're good. You're yeah, good. I thought about that. And yeah. I only chose single player and the Switch comes with two controllers. So, okay, so I, I, I thought it through. So I had to go memory card route, which definitely sucked. Um, I'm assuming unlimited batteries, by the way, on my Super Nintendo. Batteries are up. fine. Don't worry yeah, about batteries. Batteries are fine. All right. So game wise, uh, first GameCube game, we are looking at Mario Kart Double Dash. Uh, loose copy runs you forty seven forty eight, which is just Ooh. stupid. I think I that's the most for. expensive game anybody picked. Did you pick anything more than that, Church? Uh, uh, Gravity yeah, Rush Remastered was sixty eighty. So that's what the Elden most Ring? expensive Elden game Ring's anybody picked. Too. What was that, Jason? I said Elden Ring's got to be close too. Uh, Thirty eight for Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, wow. loose copy. <clears throat> uh, my next game was Super Smash Bros. Melee. Which total at a forty-five seventeen. So there goes a almost a fifth of my budget <laughs> on just two games. Uh, but you know, those are two games that I could spend countless hours playing. Uh, the the GameCube or Double Dash is my favorite Mario Kart. Um, you know, being able to play that multiplayer, hence the controller, as well as the cups and everything else. Just getting good at that game and all the unlockables. It's always just a lot of fun to play. Uh, Melee, come on! Like, how many hours have we all spent playing Melee? Like it's a solid game and it's one that with all the unlockables and of course the, the multiplayer aspect of it, just one-on-one is just a lot of fun. Uh, next thing I have on here is Midway Arcade Treasures at 1099. And the reason I picked that is because I was smart about it and figured I need to have more than just, you know, six games. So I've got uh, 720 degrees. I got Blaster, Bubbles, Defender, Defender 2, also known as Stargate. Gauntlet, Joust, Joust 2, Clax, Marble Madness, Paperboy, Rampage, Rampart, Road Blasters, Robotron 2084, Root Beer Tapper, Satan's Hollow, which I had no idea Satan's Hollow was on there, so now I'm excited to actually open up my Midway uh, Treasures copy. Um, Sinistar, Smash TV, hours of fun on that. Splat, Spy Hunter, Super Sprint, Tubin, which is actually a lot of fun, and Vindicators. So... I think that in itself is worth it uh, on the console. The next game I have on here is Super Monkey Ball 2. You got to have some Super Monkey Ball in your life. Uh, if you have not played that game, you should. Soul Calibur 2, to put in a fighting game there on the GameCube, is my, and that's $17.99, Super Monkey Ball was $18.29. But Soul Calibur 2 is one of my all-time favorite fighting games on the console. Uh, I've always had a lot of fun playing that, and it's a great multiplayer title. Uh, next is Tony Hawk Underground at 972. My favorite, favorite Tony Hawk game out of all of them, uh, even over Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Uh, I've always enjoyed that title. I've always enjoyed the aspect of the story mode, plus all of the, you know, the aspects that are tied into that and yeah. just getting good at it. Two is and awesome, then, too. Yeah, even two is awesome. Too, even though I tried to, it was basically Viva La Bam, the game. Right. <laughs> uh, the next one here is uh, Medal of Honor Frontline. That's probably going to be the most surprising one for y'all. Yeah. That one's at $5.10 for and a copy of that loose. How much is Rising Sun? I liked Rising Sun a lot. Oh, yeah, I, did, I actually didn't play Rising Sun, um, but I played Frontline a lot. And uh, so my brother and I used to play, uh, you know, multiplayer on that, uh, just kind of verse each other to play. Uh, Medal of Honor, and then the story on it wasn't too bad as well. So I think at five bucks, you really can't go wrong. 
My next thing that I've got here is the Super Nintendo system, uh, 6983 for Super Nintendo. Uh, I got the advanced control pad for 367 for my multiplayer. The first game I have on here is Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3 at $34.99. That is stupid expensive for this game. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually my first Mortal Kombat game. It was one of the first games I ever had as a kid. And uh, I played countless hours of that. And it takes some time to really get good at Mortal Kombat, learn the fatalities and all that. So I think that there's a, a lot of time spent doing that. That's why I had a trilogy on mine for sure. Because I was like, oh, it's basically all three games together. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, Donkey Kong Country 3 is my favorite Donkey Kong out of the, the three that are on the Super Nintendo. Interesting. Comes in at, yeah, so I actually prefer it over number two. I think, you know what it was for me is the banana birds and then the boat building and such, plus all of the like unlockable levels. Okay. Uh, it was just a lot of fun. Sure. Yeah. And then no, just cool every, game. and every place has their like different element, right? So you have like your snow levels in its own little world. You got your beach level, you've got your mountain level, all of that's in its own place. So I just always enjoyed that game and it felt a lot more fluid to me than the other two titles. Hmm. I just identified with the long hair and the ponytail swinging around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Kitty Kong is like low key. One of my favorite Kongs actually. <laughs> like I, I just don't know what it is. Like I just enjoyed playing that game with him. Uh, so that was 2388. Uh, the next thing I have here going, you know, multi, uh, games as well is super Mario all-stars plus super Mario world at 3361. You can't go wrong with, uh, you know, super Mario one, two, and three, as well as lost levels and world. Yeah. Uh, that's a ton, a ton of fun not to play those. Uh, let's see. And that actually, that rounds out my list. Those right there. It's a good list. So I, you know, looking at it without including uh, the midway treasures, you're looking at one, two, three, four, five. Uh, oh, actually, no, it doesn't round out my list. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven games on here. So, sorry, the other ones I had on here were Super Ghouls and Ghosts on Super Nintendo at twenty eighty nine. You can spend countless hours just getting past level one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and get angry and break the control. Uh, and then the last one I have here is Battletoads and Double Dragon Ultimate Team on Super Nintendo. And that one is sitting at 3538. So my thought on that was get some hard games in there. They're going to take a lot of time to get good at them. Uh, it'll take countless, countless hours to get good. And then having enough multiplayer to go in between to have some actual fun. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, we all chose completely different consoles. So yeah, that's cool. I have to... I have to ask if you could choose one person's island to go on and play their collection versus your own, who would it be? Church. 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 <laughs> yeah, we all we all screwed up. We should have just grabbed PS4s. Well, yeah. I was I was thinking, like I said, I, I didn't have much time, so I kind of went with my first thought. I was thinking either 360 or PS4, but I thought I was thinking church might go uh PS4, maybe PS3. So I was like all right, I'll leave that. And then I was like, I don't know if anyone's going to do 360, but I kind of, uh, like I said, I found price charting kind of hard to just kind of browse and, at, and make a list. Uh, while the web version might the price, be... Because I, I could look at my wall, but then I'd have to cross-reference and yeah. all yeah, that. So I was like, I, I don't got time to do all that. And there, that's why I went with N64, because of a smaller library. Mm-hmm. I ended up getting some pricier games, but also not too bad compared to... Yeah, I ended up getting a lot of multiplayer stuff. So, yeah, I like your list. All the wrestling is good on there too. I mean, people really don't consider like they don't think about wrestling when they think great video games, but wrestling games are actually pretty solid 
Yeah, especially on the 64. Oh, yeah, for sure. And even like the PS2 versions, like the early on SmackDown games were fantastic, I felt. Oh, yeah. the It's weird how like technology advances and their games don't get better. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I buy them every year. I bought every one in the series from SmackDown 1 to WWE 2K22. Mm-hmm. And the Here Comes the Pain and Shut Your Mouth are, are still like the two best SmackDown games. The yeah. only thing that uh, Shut Your Mouth is missing is the body damage meter because that was mm-hmm. the one where you could throw them off the SmackDown fist, which would kill a guy. But in that game, it you know, just depends on how many moves you've done. It, it, they'll get up pretty quick. Whereas if like they had the body damage meter in that game, they would have acted right after getting thrown 30 feet right onto the concrete. But <laughs> that was the only thing that made me mad where I'd, I'd set someone up on a table after like kicking the shit out of them and want to jump off that fist and like smash them through the table and they'd get up last second. I'm like, oh, I think it was pretty, pretty randomized because the backstage in those games used to be amazing. Like I think it's here comes the pain. You could like go anywhere in the arena. Plus you could go outside and like a block away from the arena in front of like their restaurant they had. I don't know. Was mm-hmm. it, uh, WWF New York or something. You could like destroy traffic and everything. I was like, God damn. And then like the next one comes out and it's a hallway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the whole backstage is a hallway and like the, the gym or something. And it's like, the they gave up room and you're like, wow. Yeah. Huh? Um, did you have you ever like really dove into other wrestling games like Fire Pro Wrestling or Legends of oh, Wrestling or anything like oh, that? Oh yeah, um, um, I don't watch wrestling really at all anymore. And if I'm watching wrestling, I'm watching like 20, 30, 40 year old wrestling. Uh, I don't have I, I cut off cable a long time ago, or else I'd probably keep up with AEW. Yeah, Is anything I've watch. seen of that? It looks amazing. I'll send you a, a link to watch that without uh, cable. Okay, sounds good. Because yeah, I've. Uh, when I'm at work, there's a lot of time where I like, uh, you know, I got to be nearby something. So I got to like, I can watch TV and often SmackDown will be on and I try and I end up turning off after like 10 minutes. Cause I'm either so bored or I'm like, what are they doing? <laughs> the, the, the gimmicks and crap they got going on. I'm like, I'm just annoyed. And like, yeah, like I, said, I still buy the games every year, but it's like, I actually have had to check online like this guy can't be a real wrestler like this guy's just like a glorified creator wrestler that's just in the storyline right i'm like oh my god that's a real guy i feel so bad for that guy you know like i'm my like my dad still talks to me like i watch it every week mm-hmm. and he'd be like oh this guy I'm not, i'll be like oh yeah yeah i beat that guy up he's the one that kept trying to interfere my dad looks at me i'm like wrestling games i'm not insane I don't think I'm part of wrestling, Dad. But yeah, he'll still talk to me about what's going on. I'm like, I don't even know who that is. Triple H, okay, yeah, yeah, I know, I know that name, yeah. And he'll be like, mention some other guy. I'm like, no clue. Yeah, AEW has been solid with like staying in, uh, you know, the Hardy Brothers before Jeff got another DUI and such. Like, it's been <laughs> solid to watch. Like, I've enjoyed it. His spots in between uh, hitting rock bottom are pretty good. I've heard. Yeah, I've. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like I've been meaning to kind of catch up on it, but also time being what it is. I'm looking forward to their game coming out because apparently they got a game in the works. So Yeah, they do. Cool. I'm actually going to buy that one. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm, I still love the games. I still, you know, some of them suck. Sometimes they go like all, all the eggs in one basket and then they let something else just shit the bed. You're like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. 
I'm like, I don't need, I don't need the sweat to be super realistic, but can I have a decent backstage and, or they'll have like a really cool creator wrestler and I'll spend six hours making one that looks exactly like me. Cause you can like take a picture of something and like put it on a website and pull it into the game. That's so cool. I made my exact self and I think it was like the 2k 17 one and then went to play the story mode and it took all my moves away. And it's like, Oh yeah, you got to buy those. I'm like, why did I just spend like three hours making a move set? <laughs> it's like, I'm, and I'm in like my shirt, like my upper half is like what I created. And then I'm just wearing some generic like gym shorts and sneakers. And I'm like, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? You, you almost had, you almost had it going good. I was going to be like, Oh, this is, this is that's why I, I always liked uh, the, just bring it. I think had the creator mode as well. Oh, uh, that thing was the memory card eater. Isn't that, that's the third one, mm-hmm. right? With uh, yeah, Red Durst in one. it. Yeah. 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 That was a solid one. That I, I, I hated that one. Cause it took up three quarters of my memory card. Mm-hmm. And like you, I played, you know, the shit out of one and two and you could like skip the matches that you weren't in. Mm-hmm. And it would take like 20 seconds on PS one. And then I'm playing the PS two game and it's like, man, I might as well watch these matches. It's taking like five minutes to skip through this. Mm-hmm. I did like kicking the shit out of Fred Durst, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I liked that one. <laughs> he would come out in his car. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but what was great is that in the creator mode, you could actually get the Fred Durst entrance, so you could have your character with his arm and everything coming out. I, I just <laughs> like that you had to, yeah, I think you had to fight a gauntlet of people as the Undertaker. You did, yeah. I was like, well, that's what I was going to do anyway, so. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good game. I used to love playing that. So were there any games on our list, like for anybody that surprised you? Hmm. Like any games? In they all seemed pretty were... reasonable picks and made sense. I think mine, I had a, uh, like mine kind of got a little random there with like the gravity rush stuff. I think those just because those are like less popular games and yeah. definitely well, like core ones for you that are your yeah. choices, you yeah. know, well, I just kind of. I was, I was, you know, I love RPGs and I was thinking about length of time you could play these games and stuff. And I was also thinking like, man, RPGs are so expensive on everything. They're more reasonable on like the last two gens, like 360, PS3 and Xbox One. And even PS4. that's becoming unreasonable though. But like, yeah, you, you, depends on what it is. You know, if it's got a, uh, you know, greatest hits version or what have you you might be able to get a little bit cheaper, like with some of the key PS4 titles, especially with them being like under 10 bucks, like the Nathan Drake collection and get God of War for cheap. You can get, you know, like some of the best games on the system for under 10 bucks. You're like, are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think church beat all of us to the ground with his list. <laughs> yeah. So I'll say, yeah. Like I said, I was thinking of that and I forgot to ask, like, are we think, are we like considering updates? Cause I'm like, uh, I'm sure like, most of those games would be unplayable. So I was like, yeah, I'll just <laughs> maybe a few issues. That's what I had already made my list. And I'm like, I don't really have much time to elaborate or go through something else. And so I was like, I'll just pick something with a small library and I'll just handpick what I really want out of it. So, I mean, you and I took a similar approach. We want a little more retro. Yeah. So yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. I wasn't going to go, I wasn't going to uh, be brave enough to go super Nintendo and, GameCube because I know those are always climbing. Whereas, uh-huh. yeah, whereas you get like a, a a gen or two where like the last gen and maybe the gen before are like kind of bottoming out. Mm-hmm. You know, like 360. I I kind of briefly looked and I was like, damn, I should have went with this. Like Halo Three's like 
four bucks. And oh, yeah. Then, yeah. You know, like the Gears of War games are like three bucks and you're like, huh? Yeah. You can get like the triple pack is like 15 bucks for Gears yeah. of War. Yeah. The most right. expensive PS3 title I had was the Borderlands triple pack. And that was 12 bucks. Yeah. Like, exactly. I could have cleaned house if I really, if I had chosen PS3 first, I could have yeah. definitely shaved like some of those $30 well, switch games you, out. You had a unique situation you missed out on. You could have gone ahead and done the backwards compatible PS3 for yours. Well, that would have been way more than $70. Yeah, but I mean, you're looking at 200 maybe? Yeah, I was I, mean, I was looking at that at first because if you get the backwards compatible, then you can PS1, PS2, PS3. But yeah, uh, PS3 even if you don't do backwards, backwards compatible, sorry. I think it's like one. I think I looked at it and I was really surprised what price charting had it at. I think I saw it at like one sixty, which I was like, "That's that's pretty reasonable." It's about the same price yeah. as the PS4, but well, yeah. I think Jason was about to say what I was thinking is you could even go PS3 and you still have PS1 games that you could have yeah. added. That's yeah. exactly what I was gonna say. Is like, yeah, even if you don't have the full backwards compat, every PS3 yeah. plays PS1 games. But so the PS1 everyone... games that I would want are expensive yeah well and like so super nintendo when i was going through that i love my rpgs but there was no like unless i want to pull like maybe ease three or ease two or whatever it is that's on super nintendo or some of the like D games which are, are those the type of rpgs that we're all thinking that we would want to play yeah forever yeah yeah so there's you know i can't throw chrono trigger on there obviously and i would have loved to have ps1 and do chrono cross but I didn't go if back. If you had the PS1, obviously. you could have done the pack that has Chrono Trigger and uh Yeah, that's true. I thought about it. Yeah, about it's it. actually pretty solid. I think Ryan could have done that on his. If, Ryan, if you would have gone with some PS1 games, I think you could have destroyed Church. Yeah, I don't know. My my initial thought was weird. My initial thought, I was thinking GameCube 2, and I was like, hmm, how could I get other stuff on there? And I was like, what about like the Super Game Boy thing? And I was like, no, no, no. This is going to get like... Oh my god, yeah. There's, <laughs> stupid there's a whole if bunch I of... Start to, customize out the gamecube itself now if oh. we would have been able to go retron 5 i think we all would have been like yeah let's go oh yeah, yeah. Uh, next time P- next deserted island ps3 i, I would have done that and done uh, anthology mm-hmm. anthology is 1187 there you go there's your chrono trigger for and another game for under under 12 bucks yeah and there's <laughs> A num- and PS3 has a, a lot of collections as well. I think the Sly mm-hmm. Cooper collection is on there. The yeah. Did Jack and Daxter have a collection on there as well? Yeah. yeah. I looked at yeah. all the collections and I just, I didn't want to do all collection games for the everything. So I left some of those too. out. What are you saying, Jason? Some of the collections started cheap, but they like, especially like the multi uh, RPG games have been just going crazy dude that that arc the lad collection behind you that's been climbing as well yeah yeah i'm happy i got that when i did same with lunar that's probably one of the best uh in store things i got locally uh Mm -hmm. i went and it was in the our our crappy salvation army like it's I, i might get a couple 360 games odd gamecube game maybe a n64 game once in like a long long time but I walked in and that was there and I'm like, everything's in it. Who's donating this? And I was right. like, one of, it was actually like one of my top of the list games. And I just happened upon it. I'm like, wow. I was like a week away from just like going, fuck it. I'll pay the 150 bucks or whatever it was. And I think I got it for like 
four or five bucks. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I talked about it on our episode 192. It's obviously going to be 200. Uh, so I talked about this pickup technically eight weeks ago, right? Um, but yesterday I ended up picking up uh, an N64 at Goodwill. And I was yeah, shocked, probably. absolutely shocked. But I almost missed out on that. Um, there was a guy that was like right next to me. And I guess he was fiddling around with like a CD player or something. And I walked right by him and I grabbed the N64 and three controllers, one of which being a jungle green. And he just looked at me. He's like, did you just fucking score an N64? And I'm like, yeah. And like, I'm not kidding you. The guy was like looking at stuff sitting on the lower shelf. And the N64 was two shelves above him. Hmm. Like, it's like, that's how close like it was. I level if he had been standing. Oh yeah. I level. If he would have just been looking at it, he would have seen it. Like I caught it immediately. I'm like, yep, that's mine. And then I did the smart thing, which was ask an associate like, hey, you know, are there any games that came with this in the back? And they're like, oh, yeah, there's games that came in the back. And they brought out a, a box of like 13 games, one of which be a Mario Kart. Nice. So and it yeah, was a goodwill and they weren't asking like ninety nine dollars for it because that's Dude, all I've been seeing lately for. This is the best bit. part about it. A dollar twenty nine per game. And the one game that was two twenty nine was Mario Kart. Nice. Wow. Right. Yeah. All I've been seeing is how like. It might as well be a retro game store now when you find that kind of crap because I've seen some people be like, look, a PS1, $75. You're like, ugh. I've gotten kind of lucky. This Goodwill, I guess, um, whoever they've gotten the back pricing isn't really considering a lot of that stuff. So like mm-hmm. things like Halo 3, Halo 4, and so on have been like 6 $7. But like I picked up Amazing Spider-Man on the 360 and it was like $4. That's really surprising because I thought Goodwill mostly took the video games and threw them on their online they they do for certain titles, which was interesting. So I was mm. like, so N64, do you guys get that stuff in frequently? He's like, no, not really. And he's like, we don't get that in. He's like, but we do get things like PS5 and Xbox One, and, or not Xbox One, PS5 and uh, like Series X games. But he says, but we send all those to Ecom. Mm. I'm just like, well, if you're sending PS5 to Ecom, why aren't you sending an N64 and other stuff to Ecom? Like that didn't make any sense to me. So mm. I got kind of lucky with that. Um, but no, uh, our, our good bills down in Arizona, they don't, send things to eek like everything to ecom they actually put video games on the shelf nice it's not always the best games but you occasionally find like some decent titles so i've got i got the gears or triple pack recently from there like a dukes of hazard game on xbox i picked up ps1 games as of late i picked up a 300 audiobook for star wars the other day like it sells for about 300 bucks i picked it up for like two dollars it's insane wow. some of the stuff you come across but i mean it, it really takes dedication of going every single day at the same time yeah. as well you know? Yeah, it's kind of like I said, ours is kind of crappy, but I've scored some really cool shit there out of I'm like, yeah, right. I picked up a Resident Evil uh, gun setup like for the Wii. Mm-hmm. So it was the Umbrella Chronicles they released as part of like yeah, a big dual pa- or set. It was uh, a Wii plastic gun, but it had like Resident Evil on the side and the umbrella symbol and all that. And then there was a sticker that went onto a Wii controller on that as well. And they had that for like four bucks. Nice. That's awesome. So, I mean, you find solid stuff, but you just got to kind of just know what you're looking for and, and dig I, around. So I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised that you came across. Whole... Sorry. What's that? I was going to go on. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm fairly confident that I've just bought this whole town and surrounding area out of anything retro and anything I happen upon is just completely random at this point. Yeah. I mean, even some of the like PS3, PS4 titles you can come across can be a decent, you know, quality. Um, and worth buying at like a lower price point. The thing I always run into is, you know, do I want to pay five, six bucks for a game that's complete that I can buy online for 10? Like probably not. Like I always kind of look into it as I want to get a good deal at the same time. So unless it's like, I picked up the halo three and four as of late, cause I didn't have them. 
but otherwise like if i see another one i'm gonna turn it down because why am i gonna there's no point to buying an extra copy at like five six bucks yeah i'll I'll go out of my way and buy a extra copy of like a desirable game if i think like i might find a buddy that needs it i Mm -hmm. i kind of like that more than even like i like finding new stuff but chances are with like the more your collection grows you're not going to find a lot of stuff that you need but sometimes i'll be like oh at least i can i might be able to trade this for something uh i'm looking for or i could just help a friend out with a, a solid game save them a couple bucks just give it to them and that's what's disappointing and press, like pretty often actually yeah well that's what was disappointing about the uh n64 collection i picked up just because there was a handful of games i didn't have and everything else i did so you know and nobody i know needs them like who doesn't have a copy of Mario Kart 64, but I know. Exactly. So it just people are always nice. asking me, like when people know you're like the video game guy in town, I get, I get constant out of nowhere messages from people who aren't my friends on Facebook or just like, Hey dude, you got a, like a AV cable for a super Nintendo. Do you have a GameCube controller? Do you have Mario Kart 60? Like anytime I sell some games, like I'll sell my doubles or something. Like people are like, hit me up for asking for games that I, don't have listed. I'm like, if I had it, it would be up, man. I do have it, but you're not having mine. Not for you. Oh, you're. Just, I thought you were just getting rid of your collection. I'm like, you think 30 games is my collection, pal? <laughs> <laughs> this is not my ultimate power. This is. But this, these are all triples, bud. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it was good having you guys on again. We'll um, we'll probably wrap up the episode. I think we could probably talk game collecting and everything for hours and hours <laughs> so totally. next time i'm in the midwest i'm gonna hit you guys up because yeah. i think church you're like a what two or three hours out of chicago right uh, i'm in i'm uh i live in a suburb of uh, minneapolis st paul okay mm-hmm. yeah next time i'm in the midwest i'll let you know in advance maybe there's an opportunity because i know chris lives in chicago so yeah. i've been trying to get with him whenever i go out there but haven't had a chance um all right well guys thanks again for hopping on it's a lot of fun talking deserted islands and video games and shop owners another congrats to your 200th episode yeah absolutely that's awesome thank you appreciate it well we were joined again by church the game grinder and jason the corpse flood gaming my name is john i'm ryan and thanks for listening